the darkness at thy speaking it was done. Welcome to sermons from Zion Lutheran Church of Gwinner, North Dakota. Zion Lutheran Church is committed to the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 11th chapter. Now Jesus was casting out a demon that was mute. When the demon had gone out, the mute man spoke, and the people marveled. But some of them said, he casts out demons by Beelzebul, the prince of demons. While others, to test him, kept seeking from him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste and a divided household falls. And if Satan also is divided against himself, how will this kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out demons by Beelzebul, and if I cast out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, His goods are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks him and overcomes him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoil. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places seeking rest and finding none, it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes... It finds the house swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. As he said these things, a woman in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breasts at which you nursed. But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. This is the Gospel of the Lord. The focus of today's sermon comes from verse 28 that says, Blessed rather are the ones hearing the word of God and observing it. In the name of Jesus, amen. My friends, individual Christians and congregations and entire church denominations have chosen to hear the word of God selectively. Yes, selectively. Giving the Bible their own personal interpretation. But why is this so? Why is this the case? It is this way because they want to do and they want to believe what seems right in their own eyes without the inconvenient threat of God's judgment coming upon them. They want what they want and they want it their way without any repercussions at all. You see, when God speaks to us, he speaks to us with two words. One is his word of law, his no, God's no. In his word of law, he tells us what to do and what not to do. And typically, though, this law, it comes across as harsh and accusatory, not because it is bad, but rather because it confronts and exposes our sin. It holds our sins before our eyes, which causes us to be uncomfortable, which causes conviction of sin. 
Indeed, the law shows us how we have not measured up to God and his holy demands as sinners. It shows us God's will to punish us sinners for all eternity because of our sin in thought, word, and deed. The holy law is the will of our holy God. And anything short of absolute perfection must be punished. That is how it works. This perfect holiness must be maintained. Now, on the other hand, that second word that we speak of is God's word of gospel. God's yes. This is a word of forgiveness for us. Because we are unable to live up to the holiness of God, and what he demands by his law... Well, in his love, God sent one who could live a perfect holy life in our stead and in our place. That was Jesus. Now, even though Jesus was perfect in thought, word, and deed, he was the one who took our place on the cross to suffer and die for us. For us as lawbreakers. For us as individuals who have fallen short from that holy perfection of God. And the gospel, that gospel word, that is what we would say good news is the news that by grace, through faith in Jesus, we have complete and total 100% forgiveness. Forgiveness of our sins, pardoned of our sins, and that we have eternal life. This is the word of gospel. This is God's second word, the word of forgiveness. It is the word of life. We are given law, and we are given gospel. Now, considering both God's word of law and gospel, we must acknowledge that it is the word of law that is most often disregarded or interpreted away, at least in the 21st century in America. You see, we do not like to hear that absolute standard of right and wrong, for it is too intruding and too judgmental to our ears. You see, we prefer to live in a world of gray, somewhere between right and wrong, always deciding for ourselves what we can do or maybe what we shouldn't do. We like to be the judge of the standard of right and wrong, not something outside of us such as God's law. So we reject God's word of law. We refuse to hear it. We refuse to keep it. We ignore it or we reinterpret his word of law to take the edge off of it and make it more user-friendly so we can do what we want, whenever we want, and however we want. And I'm not only talking, my friends, about those other churches out there or those other Christians that do this. I'm talking about us. Yes, us, you and me, Zion right here. Now, whether we like to admit it or not, Every one of us does this, including me, your pastor. For example, we are embarrassed to say what we know is right and wrong according to God's word when push comes to shove with our friends and our family and our neighbors. We fear mankind. Yes, we fear mankind more often than God, for we do not want to be talked about or worse yet, ostracized from fellowship activities or popular groups. We want to fit in. Tragically, We are afraid to take a stand. We are afraid to take a stand on the word of God and to be right in matters of faith and religion and to say so publicly because we do not want to offend anyone and we do not want to cause division. Or worse yet, we do not want to be accused of pride or arrogance. 
And yet this kind of being right, my friends, is not a matter of personal opinion. That is to say, taking a stand on God's word is not a matter of personal opinion or our church's opinion, but a matter of what God has already spoken and said in his word to us and to the world. Now ask yourself this. How many times have you been in a situation where faith or the word were at stake and you know what is being said or done is wrong? That it is wrong according to what you believe. Now let me clarify this, that it is wrong not because you feel it in your heart and that you realize that something is wrong not because of what your parents taught you, but you realize that what is going on in your situation, that it is wrong because you know God's word says it is wrong. And yet in those times, we often change the subject or state our opinion while laughing to downplay any tension or we choose to remain silent altogether or we say something such as this, well, we are just saying the same thing but using different words while knowing, yes, while knowing that you and the other person are actually saying different things, longing to keep the peace, taking God's word and suppressing it. Tragically, my friends, we're not only afraid of making things uncomfortable, but I believe, yes, I believe we are afraid of being right. For we do not want to be labeled as a know-it-all or some sort of Bible thumper. And there's more to this. I believe we are afraid of being right because we are afraid that God's word is right. And if God's word is right, then so many people, including you and me, have got things wrong. Keep in mind, Keep in mind, though, that hearing and keeping God's word in its entirety is not a matter of a simply being a good Christian. It is not about checking off some morality checklist, but rather keeping God's word in its entirety is a matter of us knowing that we are captive, yes, that we are captive to the word of God. It is a matter of knowing that if we ignore the word of God, that we will lose it. It is a matter of knowing that if we give up his word, we also give up on all the blessings that come through it, that being forgiveness and life and salvation. It is a matter of knowing that God's word tells us how things are and not the other way around. Now, generally speaking, no person and no church and no denomination would ever say that they have rejected the scriptures completely. This is only the kind of thing that atheists do to shock and awe Christians. So as we have already heard, instead of rejecting the scriptures, certain individuals and churches will just reinterpret a verse here or there or a certain doctrine here or there that does not sit well with them. This is the reason why not all churches are equal and not all churches are the same. And because of this, not all churches who claim to be Christians and biblically based are in truth. I hate to say it, but that is the truth. Therefore, this is why we, yes, we, we all need to hear the word of God and keep all of it. Indeed, Jesus says in our gospel, in our gospel reading from today, that blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Now, dear friends, we need to hear the word of God. We need to hear all of it. 
We need both God's law and God's gospel. God's word needs to challenge us. Yes, us, Zion Lutheran. God's word needs to challenge us, comfort us, convert us, form us, shape us, and sustain us. We need the word of God to kill us and to make us alive. Furthermore, we must acknowledge this day that we do not come to this church merely for social or fellowship reasons, as if the church is no different than a typical rotary club or some country club. No, this is not who you are. I repeat, this is not who you are. We are about what the Lord is about. We come to this church to hear the whole counsel of the word of God, both his law and his gospel. And so we know that when the word of God clashes against our ideas and takes us captive, we are not so easily surprised or even offended. But rather, we come to expect this. We come to expect God's word to invade our worlds. We know that without the clear announcement of God's judgment on our sinful condition, that we can never know about the dangers of the condemnation that we so much need to be rescued from. That is right, my friends. We cannot know the blessed gospel of our need for Jesus unless we first recognize our malady. Now hear this loud and clear. Without God's law, we have no need for God's gospel. I repeat, without God's law, we have no need for God's gospel. And without God's gospel, we are left in our sins. We need both. We need both. We need God's law and his gospel. Now, dear baptized saints, the Holy Spirit has spoken his word to you this morning not just in the parts you would prefer to hear, but in the parts that you and I would prefer not to hear. He does this, though, in love, that you and I would come to see our sins and to confess them for what they are. And then he leads us, the blessed news is that he leads us and strengthens us to hear and to keep and to cling to his precious word of forgiveness, that he speaks to us because of Jesus' death. And resurrection. Therefore, this day and at this moment and at this time, hear yet again God's word of gospel that is for each and every single one of you, and that is this you, yes, you are forgiven in Christ Jesus. You are a child of God. You are forgiven even for not hearing his word, for not keeping it. He spoke that forgiveness over you in the absolution this morning. He spoke it to you in that baptism some many years ago, and he speaks it to you in his holy supper, and he speaks it again to you this day in his holy word of gospel. You are forgiven for Christ's sake. Without the word of God, my friends, we would have nothing Without the word of God, we would have absolutely nothing. With the word, and because of the word, we have forgiveness. We have life, and we have salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have everything, completely everything. Blessed are the ones who hear the word of God and keep it. In the name of Jesus. Amen.
Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit Zion Lutheran Church's website at www.zionwinner.org. The Lord bless and keep you.